When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Simpsons. Simpsons. Because <laughs> it said, the Simpsons. Okay. Home improvement. <laughs> uh, remember that? And the- <laughs> this show's been on the air, I want to say, 35 years. Sounds right. My gosh. 35 years. Which means you are a baby, and now you have teenage children, potentially. Come on. That's how long this show's been on the air. Most of it, pretty Im- incredible. Some of it quite bad. Do you know that Greg Daniels, who uh, I believe it was Greg Daniels, who's one of the main people on uh, The Office, used to work with The Simpsons for I a believe long time, it. and then he went to The Office. And so every there's a Homer in The Office. So when you watch The Office again, oh, go yeah. spot the Homer. It's on top of the filing cabinet. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, is it uh, still holding up? Like, are you still it's, watch? Are people still actively watching? I it? do. I do. I am a huge Simpsons fan. It's it's in my personal top three or four for sure. I think Homer Simpson is one of the great television characters of all time, followed very, very closely by Lisa Simpson as one of like those are the two people that make that show go. They're by yeah. far the two funniest. Lisa is the only one that kind of sees it for what it actually is mm-hmm. in the in the real world. Um I love it. So I'm gonna How guess How old are the voice actors? They're in their seventies. So uh, wow. Theoretically, would they ever recast? Do they think? have. They they've yeah. they've re- so, some some well, of them have to. Right? Well, what's funny? So all of the kids' voices are voiced by adult actors at the time, and the ones that sound the Marge sounds Julie Kavner, who's the voice of Marge Simpson. She sounds very different than she did at the beginning of the show. Yeah. She, she's thirty five years older, so of course she is. Homer sounds exactly the same. Um, it's still really funny. Sometimes, sometimes imagine writing 25 no. episodes of TV for 35 Jeez. years in a row and still trying to come up with funny, interesting things to say. They what miss they, sometimes. What are they on? <laughs> what 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 network are Fox. they on? Fox. Oh, they're still on Fox. Yeah. You know what I like about Simpsons? They used to highlight different celebrities in different episodes. They still do. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, they still yeah. do. They, they Simplified. Ton, ton of musical guests, ton of athletes. It's it's great. So I'm going to guess five in your top five okay. right there. Okay, Al? Uh, four. Okay. I'm also going to give it five. It is number four. Alan's good mm-hmm. on Slee, uh, two, two. Okay, Emily okay. And, and Slee, I have zero. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in last with zero. Can I get use a couple of these points for our picks? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, like a wild card, right? Let me tell you something about the Simpsons in Spanish. When you watch them in Spanish, you know the dubbing sometimes is not the same thing from English to Spanish. Yeah, they, it's spot on. Is it Homer in Spanish sounds just like Homer in, in, in the English version? Just oddly, coincidentally, I was my my TV. TV oh my God, how old am I? Yeah. Uh, my DVR. Boop, boop. <laughs> right, my my <laughs> basic same damn difference. Right, um, my DVR still grabs the Simpsons, and it grabs old ones as well as the new ones. The premiere episode of the Simpsons, my DVR grabbed yesterday, and I I flipped it on. It's surprisingly good. You know, usually when you watch the first episode of something, you're like, oh my God, how did this show ever make it? It's pretty funny. And there's a lot of the same things in it, and I don't know. I, I'm always just incredibly impressed by the level of creativity and genius that comes along with to be able to create a universe like that. And then this year, you can't. The news came out that Homer can't choke Bart anymore. Like Bart, come on, it, it's it's a cartoon <laughs> character. Man. Travis and Chris were up in Jeez. arms and arms about that, but I, <laughs> 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 maybe off the air. I, <laughs> I feel I, I'm going to try this. Okay, I'm, I'm going to give this a <laughs> okay. shot. I am mostly on that team, okay? And we'll just leave it at that. But come on, man. Come on, That's man. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, it's cartoon. Cartoon. Yeah. I think I think we're good. We're good. <laughs> I, 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 come on. I think we're good for sure. Rams tomorrow night. Yep. SoFi Stadium. Uh, pre-game show starts at 315. That would be the Corona Extra Rams countdown to kickoff sleeve with myself and Kirk Morrison. Um, I cannot believe. Uh, let me Let me rewind a little bit. I thought the Rams were going to win like four games this year. I thought there was a world that exists where they might win two or three. Mm-hmm. 
I thought, you know, maybe if things breaks exactly right, you get to five or six. Now, they got seven, so we're at the end of the line. It's not like they're 14 and O or anything like that. Seven would be disappointing if they don't end up at nine. I agree. Mm -hmm. That we're here is borderline shocking to me. I guess with the the power of hindsight, Sean McVay is a really good coach. Matthew Stafford is still an incredibly effective NFL quarterback. They found a couple of really good players in the draft like Puka Nakua and Kyron Williams that have kind of, you know, elevated the team. But that we're talking about week 16 in the NFL, that a Rams team that did nothing in the offseason is in a position to control their own fate to the playoffs is – so surprising to me. And then you juxtapose it with what you see the Chargers doing. We thought the Chargers, if you would have said at the beginning of the year, I think the Chargers are going to the Super Bowl. Nobody's looking at you like you're crazy. I might look at you like They're you're crazy. the worst team in the AFC probably mm-hmm. right now. That you look at those two things next to each other, and I can't believe this is how the season has unfolded. Do you remember this was on November 5th? Um, Rams, and I want to I want to make sure which game it was, but I'm pretty sure it was the Packer game. Yep, November 5th. They lose that game twenty to three. Yeah, so wasn't that close, by the way? Now they're wasn't that? <laughs> we, you and I joked around. It's the ugliest football we've seen. It's one of the worst NFL games I've ever seen. Yep. So that at that point they had lost three in a row. At that point they're three and six. Samuel Jackson, you remember, sends out the tweet. At what point do we start the Rams coaching conversation? And I, I remember that we were having a conversation. I want to say crosstalk on that Monday, and we were talking about. Samuel Jackson's tweet and it was kind of one of those well look if you have two bad years in a row that third year is going to become very interesting of what happens if you're if you're in a position where you're having another five six win season um, after having two straight years following a, a Super Bowl what the hell happened here how, how would how do you go from winning a Super Bowl and then it's just like this the entire way since that three and six mark They've obviously won four or five. Won four or five. They're seven and seven. The chance of them making the playoffs, they're in a position to do it. Now, they'd have to win out, but they can get some help here, win two or three, and there's still a good chance that they get in there. Yesterday, we spent a little bit of time talking about what teams are out there in the NFC. Do not count the 49ers because they're literally in a league of their own. I agree. Where you're saying to yourself, okay, Rams against the Lions, take my chances. Rams against Philly. What has Philly done these last couple of weeks? Yeah, Let's see DeAndre. what happens. Let's see what happens. Let's use the Cowboys. Would the Cowboys be a shocker if the Cowboys lost a game in the postseason? Of course it wouldn't be. What you're saying right there of who would have thought we were going to be having this conversation before the season starts? You don't have to go before the season starts. Go just a month ago. A month ago, most of the conversation was, McVay, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Most of the conversation was, Okay, stop trying to win. Now just go out there and get a draft pick. Most of the conversation was the timing is not right now. It is special what they've done so far, and I think the head coach has got a tremendous amount to do with it. He's got everything to do with it. The Rams are a good organization because of Sean McVay. Now, everything else needs to be in place. Their ownership is competent and willing and will spend money the Cronkies check that box you have competent executives uh that, that put everybody in the right places to succeed like Kevin Demoff and Les Snead but the fact of the matter is Stan Cronkie owned the team Kevin yep. Demoff was the the COO Les Snead was the general manager when the team was not particularly successful um Sean McVay shows up everything changes instantly it's not like it took him three or four years to crank this thing up and they finally started to develop. He showed up with a team that was four and twelve from the year before. One of the and not just four and twelve. This was the first year the Rams were here with Jeff Fisher. They were the most boring, hmm. uninteresting, uninspiring four and twelve you've ever seen. The, the season was dreadful. They've been good every year but one he's been here. They've been in the mix. They've done it with two different quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They've done it with who knows how many different wide receiver groupings. They've done it with an entirely different defense season to season, with the exception of Aaron Donald, who's also been here through all you of even it. Even had Wolford in the mix with that you, one year. You had you've had Goff, you've had Wolford, you've had Stafford, you've had all of these different people go through it, and the only through line, Aaron Donald included, is Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald was here before Sean McVay got here, and Aaron Donald and. I don't need to defend Aaron Donald. He speaks for himself. But No, defend him. But Sean McVay is the reason this team is what this team is. This is a team that every time they take on they, they take the field, they got a chance to win. 
they almost never embarrass themselves. They have very little drama off the field. Mm -hmm. They don't have nonsense going on with their players on the field. They just take care of their business, and it's all because of Sean McVay. Nobody does it without a quarterback. Nobody does it without this and the other thing. But he's had took two different quarterbacks to the Super Bowl. He's taken a million different defensive players to the Super Bowl. It's all Sean McVay. Brought him in at 30, right? No, defend him. <laughs> he's 37 right now. And the conversation that we're having, and I think it's just kind of shows the importance of how coaching can completely change a culture. This is why we talk about, when we talk about the Chargers, how their next move is going to be so critical because you can waste three years, literally take three seasons, put it up in flames, torch it, and call it a day. That's what happened with them when they made the decision of hiring Brandon Staley. And I know there, are, there aren't Sean McVay's everywhere. I know this is um, – Getting coaches like this and hitting on it, I'm not telling you that it's an easy thing to do, but they did hit on it. And Cronky, to his credit as well, doesn't it seem like as an ownership, let me put the right guys, let me get the hell out of the way. Yep. And I feel like he's done that as well. And give Demoff and give Les Snead all the credit in the world for saying, yeah, he's 30, give him the job yep. anyway. Give it to him. Because it would it would have been so easy to say, look, we, like, we can't give our team to a 30-year-old. This would be crazy. He's still the youngest coach in the league. This is his seventh <laughs> season coaching this team. He's been to the Super Bowl twice. He's been to the playoffs four times. He's still the and youngest coach in the league. This might be his most impressive year. I don't think that there's any question. I, it's certainly in, in the top two or three. I it's would it. love to be in that interview room where Sean McVay just blew them away, convinced them because, again, he would he would have had to done so much in that interview room to convey that to Les Need. I agree. Um, not only in there watching, but I would love to have seen their faces when After. he walked out. Yeah. yeah. Like, right when he walked out because that's one of those, are you kidding me with it? Are, are we going to hire this guy? <laughs> are, are, are we really considering hiring a 30-year-old guy to coach this team? Did you guys watch that All or Nothing that was on the Rams that I did. season the, where Jeff Fisher oh, yeah. uh, was let go? Um, the ending scene, though, the, is so much optimism because you see Sean McVay walk through that facility with so much swagger. He knew exactly who he was. I'm going to tell this story again. I know I've, I've told it a handful of times. They fire Jeff Fisher, and then fast forward to the end of the season, shortly after the end of the season, they announced the hiring of Sean McVay. Um, about two or three weeks after that, I get an invitation to come the up to the to, to come up to the the fan, the uh, facility up in Thousand Oaks to meet Sean McVay. Sean McVay is going to talk to a handful of the beat writers and you mm -hmm. know guys like me and Kirk that cover the team. And we sit in this room, and he does like a little I don't know fifteen or twenty minute little film session on his philosophies and how he's going to go about coaching the team, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Basically, him giving a little bit of a pep rally, frankly, and. It ends, and I turn to Kirk, and I'm like, dude, I know you played in the NFL like nine years. Like, are all head coaches like this? He goes, I've never seen anything like this in my life. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, really? He goes, I've never seen anything like this in my entire life. He goes, that was amazing. I'm like, okay. Well, it may, maybe, may, and I'm sure that's what Les Snead and Kevin yeah. Demoff and, 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 and Stan Kroger, they all, when you're around this guy and that energy and that optimism and it's there's a lot of people that are like kind of snake oil salesmen with their energy and their their yeah. talk. be a good interview. He, mm -hmm. Yeah, he knows what the he's doing. He knows. Put it's this guy here. We're gonna run this. It. Right. It's, it's I. Not only do I have all the soft skills like you talk about him, I know how to draw up an offense. I know where to put the tight end. I know where to put the running. Like I know how to do the job, and, and I'm awesome. And he's from a football family like you, Travis. Where it's that's, just, it's thank just you. ingrained in your bones, and it's, and it's all there. But again, if Sean McVay gets this team even to the playoffs, wins a playoff game. Is this his best coaching? Job? I don't think it can be if you've won the Super Bowl. Sure, but you, you had so many weapons that Super Bowl. I, you're, it may not be as challenging, but as far as like to get your and team you got to a the lot finish of those line, players, you got a few yeah. of those players that are kind of your foundation that were there for the Super Bowl. Speaking of being a football family, sleeve, it's official mm -hmm. back for Dana Hills Football 2024. It, it, it happened at the uh, team banquet. At least you the guys, invitation was extended. I didn't. I thought you would, you know, send out. Usually, when you'd have like your Otani? agent there, <laughs> you'd have you there signing the paperwork, holding Adam the paperwork. Yeah, wait, wait, with the lady next to you. That's gonna make sure you're on the list next year. That, that's real. Yeah, she'll like who are you guys? We're the same two 50 year old guys that show up two hours early for every game. What do you mean? Who who are we? Can't wait to do it. Hot and cold. Yeah, you heard that right. Hot and cold. Coming up next is Travis Lee, seven ten ESP.
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right. So Ted Lasso is hot, not only because that show is great. It's a very heartwarming show. They do have a Christmas episode that is well worth watching if you have Apple TV. But it's hot because Mike Nori, Mike Nori, sorry, uh, the assistant coach for the Timberwolves, sounds exactly like a real-life Ted Lasso. So Ted Lasso is played by Jason Sudeikis, and he does this kind of like, yeah, has a lot of idioms, has a lot of puns and stuff, likes to have fun. So this be is a goldfish. The, yeah, be a goldfish. I'm going to play you some of Mike Norrie's quotes uh, at halftime to reporters. Nothing fast, break points, boom goes the dynamite, there goes our lead. We got to treat Bane like you do the elf on a shelf on Christmas morning, you got to find him. You know, he makes everybody comfortable, he's like popcorn during Saturday night movies. Our paint defense was like 7-11, open 24 hours. Realize they had it's on like Donkey Kong the way they started out. First time all year that we were kind of on almost like a hot mess express. <laughs> I like that one the best. So it seems like a great guy. Seems like an awesome person. But the thing I think that Ted Lasso also attacks is like maybe this person isn't always the best as the head coach or uh, a good assistant coach. So do you think that that's how you should approach coaching? I, Emily, you took the words right. Like You need a guy like that in the room that can make everybody smile and laugh and feel good. That dude can never be in charge. Like, he, he can never be the guy that's making important decisions because he's thinking about hot mess express instead of where to put the safety, right? Like, I, 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 need, I need a certain level of seriousness that comes along with being the boss. So I, I heard that – I heard the Seven Eleven thing. There was an interview, whenever it was, and I, I was like, is this real? Like, I didn't know it was real. I didn't know – I'd never seen the assistant coach before, so I had no idea what was going on, and it took me a second – putting together that whole kind of reel of clips, this is kind of his lane. Yeah. Like, I'm sure now ESPN or TNT or one of these networks are going to say, uh, let's grab him again. It's kind of comical that he's building a lane like this, but I, I've never forget when I first heard it, he said, you know, where are this? We're, the, the paint is wide open like a 7-Eleven. It's over 24 <laughs> hours. I'm like, what did I just hear? So, kind of interesting. All right. It's time for Who's Cold? And now time for What's Cold. How about Emrata? <laughs> Why'd you say it like that, Chris? I think you know I why. I know, I know. Yeah. I didn't put her in the who's I think hot, you know why. You guys all know. So Emrata, M- Emily Ratajkowski. Uh, is that how you say her name? I think so. Ratajkowski, maybe? Ratajkowski. Sorry if I butchered it, Emily. Uh, but, um, so she w- ha- may have messed up her- uh, Hookup? Hookup to get- uh, courtside seats for the Knicks. Okay, so she left early from a very close game with the Knicks. It, um, she left with a couple minutes left, and they were making their big comeback, but it's kind of obvious if you see someone on the court leaving that it's kind of a tone setter for everything else. So then she requested tickets for the Ranger game. Again, celebrities like this get them comped usually, so you request to MSG, they will give them if you're at a certain level celebrity. They want Emily Ratajkowski on the sidelines. Exactly. Yes. And then they said, no, you do not get Rangers tickets. You also will not get any more Knicks tickets. You can go buy them if you'd want to, is essentially what they told Emily. Emily said her uh, her agent said that she had um, child care that she had to go back for, which could be what was happening. Could be. So, <laughs> so this is right on the side of MSG to say, hey, if you're going to leave early, you're not getting these comp tickets anymore. Um, no, I, I think if you're giving them the comp tickets and it's somebody, you have no, I have no idea if she's into basketball. I have no idea if she's in hockey. I'm going to assume she's not. I'm, I'm assuming she's there because she's a she's, celebrity. She wants to be seen. She's a she model. She wants to be seen. And person. I'm sure there's 
I'm sure yeah, that the MSG and the Knicks are going out of their way to show her as well. This is what they usually yeah, do. Yeah, they agree to it. So if you sit in that celebrity row, you yeah. agree to also be shown on the screen. Yeah, I, I don't I, – I don't – A, I don't think she did anything wrong. I think B, if you're MSG – okay, well, let her know then. Can you make sure you stay for the whole game? I don't think she's required to stay for the whole game. So I'm yeah. half with you. It's on brand for MSG to do this because they seem that to mess true. stuff up like this yep. all the time. And they what, take things personally, as in Dolan takes things of personally. Dolan takes things, whether it's Charles Oakley or Spike Lee or any any of the guys. We, we've heard about these dust-ups with various famous people in the past. There is a little bit of an understanding. If you take a – especially if you're taking something for free, that i got to get something out of this too. And having Emily Ratajkowski courtside or on the glass, that's good for our brand. Come to a Knicks game, a Rangers game, and you might see... Emrata. Emrata. You might see Spike Lee. And, Timothy Chalamet. Right? John McEnroe is yep. at Knicks games all the time. That it, I'm going to need you there. And I can't have an empty seat courtside. Or especially people seeing you leave moment. early. People seeing you leave early. Now... Instead of cutting her off at the knees and saying, you don't get any more tickets, it's one of these, listen, of course we're going to hook you up with the Rangers. We, you can come can whenever you, you want. you make sure that you stay? But we're going to need you to make sure that, you know, you understand how this works, right? I understand, believe it or not, I am not Emily Ratajkowski. Occasionally, I have some friends in places that will offer me some tickets, and when I take them, it's an understanding of there's a behavioral contract, there's an attendance contract, there's a positivity contract that comes along with this stuff. That's just the way that it works. That's just the reality of freebies. Nothing is free in life. Exactly. It, yeah, there's Do you no know, way, such I, thing I as think a free lunch. Why I sympathize with her? She left early. <laughs> you are an early guy. You should <laughs> be a Dodger <laughs> fan. <laughs> she get out of game and want to make it home in time. You'd fit right in. Hey, it's the seventh inning. It's two to two. Otani's hit two solo home runs. Let's let's get out of here. Dolan wants her to <laughs> fill out a box score. <laughs> Look, you. Th- th- you can't not invite her back. You want her back in the building yeah, for she's sure. She's very well known. But you you make it known. You say, "Can I have Rangers tickets?" Of course, they'll be waiting for you at Will Call or we'll, we'll, we'll email them to you yeah. now. Yep. I'm still kind of in old man mode today. Um, but you let it know to her reps, like, "Hey, listen, if we're going to give her this stuff, we love having her there. She's got to kind of stay to the end, just so she yeah. understands how this works." That's not out they of won't line. that that's reasonable to say. But do you think that's something that was – of course it wasn't. Not with the Knicks. No, that's the, what I'm The saying. Lakers would handle it differently. A team mm-hmm. like the Warriors or the Dodgers, they would they would handle it differently. Who's Hot, Who's Cold is brought to you by NextGen. NextGen, the official AC heat and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. Call 833-3-NEXTGEN or visit nextgenairandplumbing.com. Do you see where the uh, Chargers are rumored to be are interested in Harbaugh? Harbaugh a little bit interested in the, in the Chargers potentially Smart. as well. Yeah. Is that not exactly the right yeah. guy? It is. Listen, we were yesterday going at the Spanos, and it's free reign to go after the Spanos. It's not like they've done anything to where they've defended themselves. You go get Harbaugh to come join the the Los Angeles Chargers and somebody that you think, A, is at the right age, B, has plenty of experience in the NFL, successful experience, college level, NFL, doesn't matter. Everywhere he goes, he's pretty much a winner. Um you could shut a lot of people up. You could shut a lot of people up that there is this narrative, which is an accurate narrative, even though they're trying to say, oh, I don't know where this narrative comes from, which I is do. idiotic in itself. <laughs> yeah. But there's a narrative of you're not going to go spend. You don't winning is not the it's not the priority for your franchise and stop pretending that it is. Go get Jim Harbaugh and you 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 definitely change some of that narrative. Here are the two things that we know for sure about Jim Harbaugh. And both of these two things are exactly what the Chargers need. We know, number one, nobody likes him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's abrasive. I would use a different word that starts with A, but I can't. He's an abrasive personality. He's one of those people that everywhere you go, he wears out his welcome pretty darn quickly. Mm -hmm. Number two is he's a really, really accomplished football coach. He was good at USD. He was great at Stanford. He was great with the 49ers. He's been great with Michigan. He is a good football coach. You need a guy that's a good football coach, especially on the heels of Brandon Staley, who was a colossal failure. You need somebody also that doesn't give a damn. I don't care what the Spanises want to do. I'm going to do what I want. I don't care if we're not going to do I'm going to make sure that this is the way that it needs to be for me, for my football team, that isn't trying to go along to get along, that wants to win games. 
It's exactly what the Chargers need. You give him that. We've seen him do it with Andrew Luck. We've seen him do it with Alex Smith. We saw him do it with Kaepernick. We're seeing him do it right now with uh, J.J. McCarthy. Like, you give that guy a quarterback that can play, he's going to win a bunch of games. This might be the best quarterback that he would have had. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I think so. I, I was going to say so. what's kind of funny maybe about Luck, this. Maybe. Yeah, Andrew Luck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if it's just about talent. It's also – He's just going to change the culture like this, yeah. right? And there's going to be a respect that comes to wherever he goes. Players are going to know that um, they can actually have success. And you know, obviously doing it – there's certain franchises that really, really need someone like that. I'm a – The a Chargers rim. really, really need I, someone like that. I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. And Bill Belichick announces that he's going to take the Chargers job in their press conference. He's got the sweatshirt on. Okay, cool. Bill Belichick's in his 70s. Bill Belichick – is what he is, right? For better or for worse, he, he's he's. We know what the brand of Bill Belichick is. Harbaugh shows up. You have my attention. Hmm. I'm paying attention. I'm going to root for the Rams. I'm going to watch the Rams, but I'm paying attention to it's that because he they're going to be a lot better. And the 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 clay that's there, the raw material, it's real. I th- they could actually do the smart thing for the first time in a long time and get that guy. It would be it would be an accomplishment. If you had to just guess, complete guess here. Will he be the coach of the Chargers? No, but I, I I'd give it a one in three chance. It's good. Yeah, I think it depends on Tie. how Michigan yeah. finishes out the season. If they end up winning the national title, Bye. I could see him going to the NFL, and then it's whatever he wants to do in the NFL. The NFL is a better job, it, and and I know that that's his alma mater. I know that that's his history. But I don't I think have to deal. Once, but I don't have to win, deal with you- young people. I don't have to recruit. I don't have to deal with the portal. I'm mm-hmm. dealing with adults. I get all football all the time. NCAA breathing down your neck. All of have it. all year to hand it. All of it. Uh, yeah. Well, Trav, on top of that, just take what you just said. Wins the whole thing in Michigan. Yeah. What else do you want from me here? Absolutely. Factor Good night. cap. Good Factor night. cap. Factor cap. Coming up next is Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hey. Get yourself into your neighborhood Valvoline instant oil change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. That 15 minutes is real, by the way. You are in and out of there in absolutely no time. For over 30 years, Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people like you and me. You can slide it in in the middle of your day. It's not going to change anything, and you need to do it before you go out for the holidays, right? You're going to drive to see your best friend or your brother, grandma, grandpa. So before you head out on your holiday vacation, head into your neighborhood Valvoline instant oil change and let the expert technicians make sure that your ride is at its best. Over 80 locations are ready to help you get your ride ready for the road in no time. So visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and game-winning coupons coupons off of your next Valvoline instant oil change. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hey guys, thanks Lord Berg for uh, gracing us with your presence today. Thanks for having me, Em. You came into my office and said, hey, can you do Factor Cap today? Yep. No, you did not. Did we call you? I just said I, w- I needed a break. Okay, did you hear the story where me and Travis gave everybody the exact same gift? No. Okay, so 
me and uh, me and Travis both got Allen the exact same Woodford Reserve. <laughs> oh, good bourbon. for you. I see. That's not a bad gift, though. Right. What, there's nothing no, Slay's not there. upset. And then both both of us got Jorge Tequila, different oh. brands, but both Blanco. Okay. And. Uh, I and, got Jorge gravy. Yes, and yeah. gravy. Here's some gravy. You and then some gravy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, here's some gravy. No, no. Yeah. There's a. Did you make the gravy? No, it's, no, no, it's just powdered. Gravy. Powdered gravy. gravy it's emergency mix. gravy. <laughs> emergency gravy. Yeah, because uh, my mom didn't make it for Thanksgiving. So. Yeah. And then oh. I gave there's Travis. There's a story behind it. I know. I gave Travis yeah. Hendrix. And he also nice. gave me Hendrix. <laughs> you guys know each other just a little bit, is Too what it much. sounds yeah. like. Uh, Hendrix, right. great gin. That's it's usually great. my gin martini is with it's, Hendrix. It's me the too. best. I, okay, I almost thought twist. you Empress gin just because it's kind of you that. wouldn't have gotten it for yourself kind of thing yeah. because it kind of makes your drinks look pretty. Have you seen it? No. So it turns your drinks purple. Oh. So if you add acid to it, it turns it purple. Damn like it, a little like that. a like a uh, lemon twist kind of thing. Yeah, I should have got you that. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, next that. time. Next that's time. That's interesting. All right, so um, so after Tuesday's Lakers Knicks game, at halftime, there was a game that was played that was tic tac toe. So the uh, competitors have to go and score buckets. If they get a two point shot, it's a it's one token. If they get a three, it's two tokens. And so they're trying to race to see to play tic tac toe. So you're both trying to get into the basket and planning trying to play tic tac toe. So the two guys who played it clearly have never played tic tac toe before. Oh, no. So guy gets the layup, gets three in a row, gets three. Like tokens, he places each one on the same spot, <laughs> and so um, our guy, what's his name again? Sorry, Ray. Ray on the mic. Uh, he helps helps him out and just separates them. It's like, oh, you won! <laughs> All right, so that's why Ray's doing a good job there. <laughs> exactly. With the uh, shouts out to you. So may- maybe this isn't your favorite halftime performance, but my favorite halftime entertainment is the baby races when little babies have to crawl to their parents oh, on the yeah. other side so that's my favorite so baby races is the best halftime performance travis patrick cap cap the the best thing that i've ever seen at a, like a halftime sort of situation is mutton busting which mutton if busting? you've seen it you know what i'm talking about if you haven't like explain. the meat so they put like toddlers three four five years old on the backs of sheep. They did it at the Broncos game. And they give him a little helmet, and instead of like a, a man would ride a, a, a bucking bull. bronco or a bull, a bull yeah. okay. they put him on, and the sheep just runs, but the kid's bouncing around, and That's they eventually amazing. all fall off. It's awesome. <laughs> Kids it's are safe. Incredible. They have the, helmets. The kids are okay. Kids they are have, fine. They got the they helmets got elbow and pads. shoulder pads. Okay, as it's long as they're awesome. okay. So I'm team mutton busting. Right, I've Bert. never <laughs> seen that. It is cap. I've never seen that either. It is cap, but... I would like Red to Panda? see the mutton busting. No, Red Panda's getting a little bit uh, played okay, out. So played hater, out. Only two. Okay. She's pretty great, but I think there's better that are out there. I don't know. I always like the ones with dogs. Like I like the dogs chasing the uh, yeah the frisbee. Chihuahua. The frisbee, the Chihuahua. There was one at the Laker game where they were putting him like they put him on a plate and he was holding him up. It was very. It was weird. Yeah, did you not see that one out? Oh, you were there. You might have been there. I assume. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if I saw it's that. It's something one. that like have him in the air and he just kind of like crawls down him. It's. Oh, it's, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's just like, a younger dude. Yeah, younger dude. Yeah, he has I know a dog and he's doing this. Mm-hmm. The dog's like crawling all around him. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's nuts. I like those. Can I go outside of basketball? Sure. Some of my favorite. Is watching the dude freeze from the Atlanta Braves. Oh, that's great! Oh, oh, that's yeah, a good yeah. one. Where they yeah. do that race, and the most one of the like most popular ones where the kid thought he won, the teenager, and he's getting the crowd up like this, and then he, falls and then flat he his looks, face. and here comes Freeze out of nowhere, and the guy face plants <laughs> right in front of the tape. Yeah. But I feel like that one has been it's been very popular. There's a lot that go with it. That's a that's a good one. Jorge. Fact, I, I think baby races is fun, especially because there's a kid that's about to finish, but for some reason he just stops to stop, and he just looks around, and then the sees his parents on the other side, exactly. and like goes to the other yeah. side. So it's just so unpredictable. I like I like the baby races. Yeah. All right, so the Survivor finale for Survivor season 45 is today. Okay, wow. everybody excited, seasons. right? Who do you think's gonna win? Oh. Right, yeah. Don't get me started. That, that one, one guy a little yeah. skinnier than when <laughs> yep. he showed up. <laughs> uh, I disagree. No, I no, do no. think D's going to win. But anyway, um, so they used to do live studio audiences here in L.A. For the finale, they'd bring out the um, final three, and they get the votes. It's all dramatic. And they stopped doing that, which is kind of, you know, especially since I moved to L.A., I would love for them to bring it back, and I would love to be a member of the live studio audience for the finale for Survivor. So... You would want to be in a live studio audience for something. I'm not counting a sporting event. So you want to be a live studio audience for something. Berg, factor cap. 
Yeah, fact. I would like to be like I would like to be in this studio audience for uh, Price Is Right. Oh, I was just gonna say. That. <laughs> I think that, yeah. I just screaming yeah. out forty five hundred. Yep. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just want to do. Gotta that scream guy. one dollar, even yeah. if it does not the right. <laughs> one dollar. One dollar. Makes dollar. you sound like you know the game, <laughs> right? Al, one dollar, Bob. Well, it's Drew now. Um, fact, and I was gonna go Price Is Right too. You That's can. Just you the, can still the, go there. The Price Is Right is. Just makes me think when I'm like freaking ten or twelve years old, you're usually sick laying on the couch, yep. and part well, of the sick part right. of the allure <laughs> of not going to school was I get to watch Prices Right. So that seems like it would be a really really fun one. We've talked about this I think before. Our good buddy Chris McGee, Geeter Spectrum Sportsnet, won. He won a car. Won a car. Yeah. So yeah. you go back and you look, and it's kind of it's hilarious that it was him because of his personality and like just buys into the whole thing. That'd be a cool one to be in front of. Trev? Uh, Cap, I've done this, and it's boring. We were there for which hours. One? I, I wait, wait, which one? A, I, w- I did a, a, they, a shoot of the Family Feud. This is when I was in college. Ooh, family feud and we good. did it kind of as a That's team a bonding exercise where yep. all the guys went. We sat in the studio audience for Family Feud. It's constantly stopping and starting. It's how, not, how long does it take, you think? To shoot a 30-minute episode of yep. Family Feud takes an hour. But it's not, other than the actual game, it's resetting the lights, it's doing all these other things, it's changing out the boards. It's Does it take away from, like, yeah. can you watch it again the same, or do you think of it that way? You have a bad crew. I, I, it just wasn't fun. It's There's nothing to do while you're waiting to reset. They bring out these horrible comedians to try to warm up the audience. It was just dreadful. Have you ever been on a game show? I'm sure you've asked said this before. Have you ever been, been on a game show? I have not. So I've been on a couple, and it was... Pretty quick. Yeah. Like, they would have to stop and reset. Which ones were you on? I was on 1 vs. 100 with Bob Saget. Okay. And then I was on um, Lingo. Oh, I know that with one. With the two for, the guy was in two for, like, we're back in two and two. Right. What's Chuck Woolery. Chuck Woolery, yeah. It was, it was Chuck with him. Chuck Woolery. I haven't yeah. heard that name in a while. So, did those two, they were pretty quick. I mean, they, they didn't they, have to reset too much. Yeah, it was a long time ago, and it was boring. <laughs> All right, boring. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm with Travis on this one. It, it, it takes a long time. I I used to work at a couple of TV shows, and one of them was one of those like American Gladiators, where there was a blue team against a red team against a yellow team, and then you have to reset. If the stunt doesn't go the way that it's supposed to go, you have to. It, it's it's just a long, long time waiting. So I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. I think it. some are created less equal. There's True. some that are probably you're in and out. Like the Survivor one is live, and so I think they just have the reactions there. I don't think they do a lot of pre-tape stuff, but. For all I know, maybe they do, and I have I, no idea. Have any of you guys ever been to the recording of a like a sitcom or anything like that? No, yeah. that'd be fun. Though. I've never. Well, so I wonder, like, if if you went to, a, I don't even know if they did it in front of a studio audience, but like Seinfeld or something. I love Seinfeld. The jokes land; they're funny, but they shoot it from this side. Well, you get the if outtakes. You've heard, if you've heard the twenty, the same joke twenty times, you're like, sure. all right, let's move on. Yeah, well, it goes out yeah. there and says like applause. Yeah, and also sometimes they they throw different jokes in there. See which one is the best uh, laugh too. So, um, so just real fast. That's how we do our show. We do it like. 15 different takes yeah. on every, <laughs> every John segment. Ireland tells the story all the time I was so just gonna not, go, I was are, gonna are we going SNL, you can, you can right? say it if you want yeah, SNL. SNL go ahead go ahead yeah so John Ireland t- talks about this all the time not, not the same story thank you so he always says like if you're if you're in New York and you can see a taping of SNL you have to go but you ha- don't go to the actual the real one go the to rehearsal. the rehearsal the dress rehearsal because yeah. you get all of the jokes and you get all of the mm. it's like um, what lands, weekend update is yeah. longer Right, so all of those things. So he says, go to that one. My brother-in-law was on Pressure Luck a million years ago. Remember, no whammies, no, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. One of the best oh, games yeah, ever. Right. Yeah, he was on that. He, he, that game was stressful. You, see if you guys know the answer to this. The okay. qu- one of the questions he had was, how many how many herbs and spices are in the Colonel's original recipe for the chicken? Is it thirteen? Close, but no. 18. Twelve. Eleven. Right, because okay. also yeah. t- on Twitter, uh, KFC follows eleven people named Herbs and the Spice Girls. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right. So, <laughs> um, Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach got married yesterday. They've been together for twelve years. So they co-wrote Barbie together. Um, they've been dating for a long time. Uh, and <laughs> so after they got married at City Hall in New York City. Uh, they went to see a Billy Joel concert, and they sat like pretty close to the front, and they were just in the same thing that they got married. And she wore like a white pantsuit, and he just wore a suit. It's very casual. They're older. They've had kids. They've been together forever. But 
going to your favorite concert after your wedding is the best post-nuptials uh, celebration, which obviously there are other celebrations. <laughs> <laughs> best public celebration. Uh, well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Alan Doesn't mean anything. Uh, cap for me. I don't think I want to go to a concert after after that. I, I, I'm Where I'd like to go is... Let's call tonight, hotel room, and then in the morning, where are we going? Let's go, you know, somewhere. We're going somewhere across the yeah. yeah, we're going somewhere across the world. I, I'd rather do that. Uh, Trev? There's no wrong way to do the thing that you want to do, right? I, I'm with Al. I wouldn't want to go to a concert after my wedding. That's not what I would choose. But if uh, Greta and Noah is it? That's him, what they want. Yeah. If All that's good. how they want to roll yeah. with the Billy Joel concert, knock yourself out. If you want to go through the in and out drive through and – you know, watch Netflix. Cool. Right, yeah. Do it. Do whatever it is that you want to do. I I'm more with Slee. I'd like to go to a nice hotel, maybe have a few cocktails and enjoy see the what night. Happens after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm with Trav. It's whatever she wants to do, and he, and Noah. But I'm Cap. I don't want to go to a concert. I don't really have many much interest in going to concerts in general. There are very few that I'm like I want to go do that. So no, I would rather go on my honeymoon. Go to you know, go to Jamaica, go to Greece, go to somewhere else. That's what I want to do, not sit in a concert. Jorge? Oh, I'm with the guys. I wouldn't want to go to a concert. Just something chill. Just go hang out, me and the wife, and take care of business, and then go <laughs> places, you know? In public? Ah, sure. <laughs> with, as long as everybody's agreed and it's legal, right, exactly. knock yourself out, right? Yeah, yeah, the non-legal yeah. part is where it's just to get fun. Yeah, well, you never know. Like, there's there's degrees, right? There's degrees for sure. Uh, ja Morant. It's was, uh, Ja. Oh, Ja Morant. Ja, ja Morant. Ja Morant will hit a Morant return ja. in ja the NBA last night. <laughs> and will he figure all out that on Travosa, yes, has seven ha. Your handy neighborhood at NextGen Air and Plumbing are back with two new ways to make home comfort and safety easy and affordable. They've launched the NextGen Rebate Hotline to help you pay next to nothing on a new furnace, an AC system, water heaters, and more. Rebate experts are standing by to help you find every local, state, and federal rebate possible so you pay as little as possible. Call the NextGen Rebate Hotline now at 833-3-NEXTGEN. Plus, for a limited time, they're offering zero payments for 90 days on approved credit. That's no payments for 90 days on AC and furnace systems, water heaters, whole home water filtration systems, and indoor air quality systems. Ask how to qualify for zero payments for 90 days when you call the Next Gen Rebate Hotline at 833-3-NEXTGEN. That's 833-3-NEXGEN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. If you hear that sound, you know what it means. It means the college football corner here. And so I'm going to go through some of the bowl games, okay? So yesterday was the Scooter's Coffee Frisco Bowl, right, guys? Called by George Sedano, <laughs> I believe. Yeah, George Sedano. Yeah. Um, and it was in Frisco, Texas. UTSA beat Marshall 35-17, to and they did pour coffee on the the team that that's won. Awesome. Iced coffee, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, that's what I love to see. I love to see whatever comes out of those um, Gatorade bottles, um, what 
have to do with the bowl game. So today's bowl game is the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Yep. So does the roof cave in on these people after they win? I don't know. <laughs> Probably um, not. So it's US, USF, who almost beat Alabama, versus Syracuse. Uh, and this was being Boca I believe Raton, Syracuse Florida. fired their coach, too. Yeah. Yes. So this yeah. is going to be a barn burner, guys. It's at 5 p.m. <laughs> Pacific time if you want to tune into that. But some other news in college football. FSU is evaluating their relationship with the ACC um, after their snub from the college football playoff this year, which is mostly due to the ACC not being good enough that their record against these teams didn't stand up to other teams that might have had one loss. That going undefeated isn't enough. And to me, it sounds a little bit like a little whining, a FSU. Little bit. Uh, you know, it's it's one but year. But they should whine. It's one year. They should whine. You, you did get screwed, but mm-hmm. uh, you're not winning the ACC every year, guys. You guys are competing in the ACC every year. You're getting your butt whooped by Clemson. Clemson still got in because they had a better team. Right. So it's not the ACC problem. It's because FSU did not stack up against well, as well. Well, you don't have to worry about it after this year anyways. 12 teams again. Exactly. In. You're going to so, get in, in next year's and yeah. the years afterwards. So uh, FSU just maybe stop complaining. It, it's somebody gets the short straw every year. Now, maybe this was a particularly short straw because they were undefeated, but there's always a fifth team, or at least since this format was introduced, where a fifth team's like, I can't believe we're not in it. It's just Florida State's turn to be that team. Um, to your point, M, the ACC has not had trouble gaining access to that nope. playoff. They've had a ton of teams, Clemson in Clemson. particular, get in there and, and do this. When Florida State was Florida State, they went to oh, yeah. the best bowl games every year oh, because yeah. they had a brand, they had a track record, they had all these things that made you go, "Oh yeah, that's and one the of the best." And the team still teams. sucked in the ACC. It was still the Virginia. I, I don't, and I don't right. mind them. Duke, sucked. I'm, I'm okay with complaining, but the threat of leaving that you literally there's no reason to leave the conference anymore. No, not anymore. But I, I think more generally speaking, what they're frustrated about is irrelevant for what you guys said, and it's going to be irrelevant even more so. Because of what Chip Kelly is proposing, because that is inevitable. Yeah, you, you're 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 a big fan of this it, this concept. We're we're or it's already we're, happening. If this was a hundred yard drive, mm-hmm. we've driven like eighty five yards of the way there. We're almost there. We're basically down to two conferences. You're down to the Big Ten and the SEC. Those are the two leagues that matter. Very few teams exist outside of those two conferences that you need to take particularly serious. Notre Dame, maybe Florida State, maybe Clemson, but they're not many. You're in one of those two leagues. You're, it's like AFC and NFC. They're just with different names. It's going to continue to be that. There may be some relegation format or whatever, but this, well, you got to be with this conference for this TV contract. We're just about done with that stuff. All right, so my college football corner and all the coverage of the bowl season on 710 is powered by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home in the 15-minute drive through oil change. Visit SoCal Oil Change for locations and to score game-winning coupons. Jaw last night comes back from a 25 game suspension. Yeah. Drops 34 points mm-hmm. and hits the game winner. It was a pretty impressive return to action after not playing for the first third of the season, give yep. or take. Yep. Um, and it was awesome. Look, Jaw is a great NBA player. Jaw is incredibly fun to watch. Jaw is box office, for lack mm-hmm. of a better phrase. And I enjoyed seeing it. He's he's all of those things I just mentioned. But I'm, it's not like, okay, he's back. We're good to go. It's like, yeah, he's back. He's a great player. He already was a great player. Let's see if he can not do something uh, dumb over the course of the next six months, year, two years, five years. It's it's never been a basketball problem with this guy. They were, uh, if you guys remember last year, it's so easy to forget what happened last season. They won 51 games. I say the second yeah. best record in the Western Conference. And now fast forward to this year, they're one of the worst teams in the Western Conference because John Morant's not there. That was only last night was only their seventh win of the season. Wow. They're seven and nineteen after that win yesterday. I, I remember telling you this I, I listened in, John Morant talked a couple of days ago, I think. This was a couple games before he was gonna come back. And he talked for maybe fifteen minutes, answered questions from the media, and one of the questions comes in of like, you know, how are people going to be able to trust you? I, I think kind of exactly how you feel about the situation. Yeah. How are people going to trust you? You know, what do you have to say to those that have um, gave you the benefit of the doubt and you you didn't come through? And his answer, I thought, was interesting. He said, "There is nothing that I could say to anyone where they're going to believe me, so I'm just not going to say it because 
He knows he's already been in the – he looked Adam Silver in the face like, guys, I'm good, I'm good. And then what was it, a month later where – Tops. Whatever <laughs> yeah. it was, right? So, I, look, I, I'm a fan, and it sounds like you are as well. John Morant, the basketball player. Forget it. Incredible. He's awesome. So exciting to watch him play. We got a chance to see him in the playoff playoff series against the Lakers last year. Guy's basically playing on, with one hand because he's got the wrist issue that he had. He's still all over the place, flying all over the place. The question I think it's going to come down to with John Morant is, is this a player that we're going to talk about in five or ten years from now, and we're going to say, man, what could have been with John Morant? Or is this a player that we're going to be talking about and saying, hey, John Morant's carrying his team again. I really hope it's the latter. So I, I understand that Morant was the second pick in the draft and not the first pick in the draft, but there's like there's these different versions of number one overall picks or very, very high draft picks that you get. And you, you're never quite sure exactly what it is that you're getting. The very best version of the super high pick is LeBron James. Number one overall, multiple MVPs, all-star games, championships, never in trouble, great in the community. Like this is, this is your wildest dream come true when you take mm -hmm. a player number one. You get that. The next best version of that is, quite frankly, Anthony Davis. Really good, all-stars, part of a championship team, never in any trouble, just goes about and does all of the things that you need him to do, but he's not – no MVPs, but he's one of the best players in the league. Yep. Then you start kind of falling down. At the very bottom of the list is a guy like Anthony Bennett. just turns out he can't play. Mm -hmm. It's just a terrible pick. He can't play. He's out of the league in four seconds. Za and Ja is Za. Will Ja Morant return? Za. Zion and Ja, <laughs> who Ja beat last night. Za. We'll just put them together into one guy. These are the ones that make you that are the arguably the most dangerous because mm -hmm. the talent is so enticing. And the 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 let's use Ja as an example. Ja's basketball, it's impeccable. Mm -hmm. But he also may get kicked out of the league. Mm -hmm. So I, I I don't do you have to do you have to extend him do you have to get yeah kind of I'm not gonna find another guy good could he do something so dumb that the league just says we're done yeah yeah we we we've already seen him get suspended 25 times Zion's ability is eye popping he's 40 pounds too heavy and has been since he came into the league sure hasn't really addressed it for an extended period of time mm -hmm. doesn't seem to take his craft all that seriously doesn't really seem to want to do all of the little things you ever seen lebron james overweight a day in his life of course mm -hmm. not and and you're you double down on zion and give him all this money and, and yeah you kind of have to mm -hmm. because you're not going to find another guy like him and this is why those guys are fascinating interesting and ultimately frustrating because if what do you think is more likely that we talk about Zion Williamson being one of the great players of his era, or Zion Williamson being man? What if that guy would have ever gotten in yeah, shape, ladder. himself That's in it. shape uh, at this point? Ladder, right? Wait, what if I feel Ja like, would have just gotten his uh, come on, ish ja. together? What if, you just don't know. Mm -hmm. And and that's why when you see a LeBron or an AD or, or or one of these guys like Kevin Durant, it's like they they nailed it. They don't mess around. They take care of their bodies. They win. They're awesome. Mm -hmm. You just never know when you're gonna what which version of that best player you're gonna get. Go look at all the overall number one picks for every one that you're like, yeah, he was number one. There's two or three that you're like, that was number one. Michael Lola Candy was number one. Like I told you, when they selected Michael Olacandy, and I saw Michael Olacandy play in college at Pacific, mm -hmm. and he played against UCSB in the Big West, and the, with the number one pick, the Los Angeles Clippers salute, uh, select Michael Olacandy. I was like, there's two Michael Olacandys? Like, there can't be another guy named that. Nope. They took that. I saw the center at Santa Barbara tore that guy up. He's going to put him in the NBA? Give me a break. Snake draft, I think, or picks. <laughs> Snake draft. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.